is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and I'm back with a, another episode answering your questions on consistency and habits to make sure that your 2020 is a year of growth. So let's get started with today's question, which is, what's the key to continue following through on the goals or resolutions that you make? Yes, this is so key because, hi, it's January 1st. It's a new year. It's 2021. And here's the truth is uh, 2021 doesn't mean that, like, right, like everything's back to normal or, you know, it's rainbows and butterflies. Um, the truth is like, life was not rainbows and butterflies before COVID, before the pandemic. Um, so if we want this year to be a year of growth, we want this year to be something moving forward and not just staying stuck, we have to make that decision of like, cool, I no longer want this crap. I am making a decision to make this year better. It's not going to magically happen unless you make that decision and you follow through on these things. Okay, so the first thing, the first part of that question, I would suggest um, get rid of the idea of goals and get rid of the idea of resolutions. Like, don't even use those words anymore. Those words are not part of my vocabulary. Um, having a goal and having a resolution, like thinking about it that way, has never helped me make a change in my life. It has never helped me move forward. It has never helped me uh, grow. Goals, thinking of a goal can be kind of helpful in giving you direction. Um, But here's the problem with a goal is that once you arrive and you accomplish the goal, it's like, well, now what do I do? Like, what do I do? And let me give you a couple examples. It's like, when I finished Whole30, it's like, great, (laughs) I got to the 30th day now what? What do I do on day 31? Um, Or when I hit my 100-day running streak, it's like, well, now what? I've accomplished this goal. Or honestly, every time that I have crossed the finish line um, at a race, at a marathon, at a 5K, whatever, it's like, well, now what? I've done all of this work for this thing, for this external thing, Great, I'm happy for like the 15 seconds as I'm crossing the finish line, or I'm happy for the the two seconds that I can say like, wow, I you know I did not drink alcohol or eat sugar or carbs for 30 days. Great. Now what? Goals are fleeting. Um, we can feel, or even like how, if you have ever like uh, had a goal weight, it's like great. Like I hit that number on the scale. Now what? Um, You have the rest of your life to live. So get rid of the idea of goals and start focusing on the process. The process is what matters. What you're doing day to day. And as we've talked about, it can't just be this surface level stuff. It can't just be all of these random habits. We have to go a little bit deeper, a lot of bit deeper. (laughs) We have to go a lot of bit deeper. If you want your habits to stick, if you want to change your life, if you want to have a, a year of growth, it cannot just be all of these random surface level habits, which is what we kind of do when we're like, oh, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to create a New Year's resolution, but I'm going to have a goal. It's like we come up with these random things like I'm going to run 100 days in a row in a row. Why? I don't know what's going to happen after the 100th day. I don't know. You're going to hate running. It's not helpful. Let's think about what we're doing day to day the habits you're doing day to day. Let's think about who you're becoming. Who are you being? Who are you being day to day? You're being the the person who blank. 
What are the emotions that you get to feel when you're being that person? Like, how does that help you? What is so it's really that aspirational identity? So that's where we're going to start is thinking of that aspirational identity. I want to be a healthy eater. I want to be the type of person who takes care of their body. I want to be a runner. I want to be someone who exercises daily. I want to be someone who talks kindly to themselves. These are all great aspirational identities. Um, aspirational identity is, it doesn't have to be this career or like this big thing. It can just be, I would like to be a person who talks kindly to themselves. Great. That's a wonderful aspirational identity. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with that. So aspirational identity, we also want to focus on the emotions that you get to feel. So it's that, that, uh, moving, uh, motivate, uh, Motivating factors, moving towards things that feel good or things that feel pleasurable, and leaving behind the things that make us feel crappy, leaving behind the pain. So aspirational identity, emotions that you get to feel, emotions that you get to leave behind, and then you need systems. This is the thing is like a lot of people, they only focus on the, uh, again, the surface level thing, like what are you doing when we look at uh, workout programs, when we look at eating programs, when we look at journaling, like so many different things. It's like, yeah, great. Like we need those habits. We need those systems. We have to dive in a little bit deeper. And um, that's how you're going to actually make this stick. That's how you're actually going to keep following through and keep showing up because every time you show up, you start to become that person, that aspirational identity. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you a journal prompt that I use. It has changed my life. I give it to my clients. It's actually adapted from Atomic Habits when he goes through um, his four steps of like what happens in a habit like when we actually form a habit. And let me say that too, like a habit, again, it's not just these random things. It's like your brain gets into this process where you know, ah, at this time or after this thing or when I'm in this location, I follow through with this thing. That's how you know it's actually become a habit is it's automatic. So we think about um, brushing our teeth We follow through on that habit because that's just what you do. You're the type of person who takes care of your your mouth. Um, At the end of the night, you walk into the bathroom, you brush your teeth um, because you want to get rid of that gross feeling in your mouth. You want to be someone who takes care of your teeth. You put the toothpaste on your habit. You follow through. You're like, great, yay, I get the satisfaction of my mouth no longer feeling gross and now it feels good. And then you repeat the habit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you uh, the journal prompt that you can use. This is so helpful. Um, So I have it getting myself to do the thing. But also it's like, it's not just do the thing once. We need those reps. And I know I shared me becoming a person who takes care of their skin. It took me 130 reps. 130 um, me waking up, right? So January, February, March, April, May to mid-May until I was like, wow. I'm just doing this. I no longer need to keep like forcing myself to do this. Now this has become a habit. This has become automatic. I'm just doing this because my brain has learned. I've created the neural pathway. Ah, when we go into the bathroom, when we're about to go to bed, my brain's like, ah, this is what we do. It's just become, it's actually become a habit. It's actually become automatic. I don't have to like follow through with these steps and like say it out loud. It's just who I am right now. 
And so that's what I want for you when, when it comes to eating healthy, when it comes to exercising, when it comes to journaling, when it comes to whatever it is, that thing that you're trying it to uh, follow through on. So let's start with um, getting myself to keep doing the thing. So you need to know like your time and your place. So I'm going to give the example of um, eating healthy. Let's start with that. That can be a big thing. But someone, a person who is a healthy eater actually takes time in their day. They're a consistent eater. They, they're sustainable. They actually take time in their day to eat meals. So many people just rush around through the day. They're eating in their car. They're not eating. They don't eat from like 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. 3 p.m. They're like, oh, shoot, I haven't eaten anything. I should probably just eat all of these sugars and these carbs. And like, oh, shoot, now I can't trust myself. No. So a healthy eater takes time for lunch. So I always like to start with this because especially while we're working from home and even people who work in offices or even people who are on their feet and working jobs, um, if they don't prioritize their health and they don't say to their employer, hey, I'm taking my break, your employer is not going to push you to take your break and push you to eat. So you have to be that person for yourself. So let's just start with like, let's pretend your aspirational identity is healthy eater non-dieter, just a healthy eater. So the time and place, like, ah, at 12 p.m., an alarm is going to go off on my computer or on my phone, and that's going to remind me it's time to take your lunch. So the place, you're going to walk to your kitchen, and you're going to get your lunch. You want to stop feeling, you want to stop feeling tired, you want to stop feeling hungry, you want to stop feeling discouraged with yourself for not taking time for yourself, you want to stop feeling stressed, all of these things. You want to start feeling pleased with yourself, like you're moving ahead in life, like you are taking care of yourself. You want to feel, um, you want to feel good, not gross. So the the physical feelings and the um, the emotional, the aspirational identity, uh, a healthy eater. Now here is our system. Again, this is usually what what things focus on. Things just focus on like ah, what are the things that we're doing. This is important, but like this is the bigger stuff that's going to get you to keep following through with this stuff. But this system for eating a healthy meal can be like, cool, I'm going to open my fridge and I'm going to make sure that I have plants, that I have protein, that I have a little bit of processed fun food to make this a delicious meal. I'm going to get plenty of water and I'm going to put this stuff on a plate and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to eat it, right? So we talk about, well, I talked about imperfect eating and the five Ps. That's here. Look, that is such a small part. That is like, there's so many other things going on, but we need to talk about the mindset about the meal and not just the meal. So that's our system. It's super simple. I go through, I have the peas, right? It's super, super simple. And then after the meal, this is so important. Um, people have said to me, it feels silly to cheer myself on or feel proud about things that I should just know how to do already. But here's the thing, if you don't know how to do something or not, it's it's not an intellectual thing. It's not a knowledge piece. It's a, if you're not implementing something and you want to become a, become a person who is implementing this system, you want it, you have to allow yourself to say these things and you really do need to acknowledge these things. This piece is so important because this is the piece that makes sure that you repeat the habit. This is the piece that acknowledges the change that you've made. This is the piece that's like, ah, I'm really doing that thing for myself. This piece is huge. When I have my clients uh, work out, I make them, these are people who maybe are not consistently moving their body or don't like it. Like, I don't really like exercising. 
I force myself and I force my clients to write a compliment to yourself. That seals in that you are creating that change. You are being the person who blank. Okay, so yay, I no longer feel sluggish. I no longer feel discouraged with myself. I no longer feel blank. Wow, I now feel pleasantly full. I now feel energized. I now feel pleased with myself. My, I, I really am this person, the aspirational identity. I really am a healthy eater. I really am someone who takes care of themselves. I take care of my body. I take care of my day. I really am. This piece that I am, um, who you're becoming is so important to acknowledge. Uh, when we talk about, or when I was just saying about get rid of the goals, get rid of the destination, focus on the journey. Do not wait until you hit day 30 or day 100 or you cross the finish line to allow yourself to feel that success because the truth is you won't actually you won't feel transformed because you haven't trained your brain to um, allow yourself to feel good emotions. If you are someone who has had a lifetime of failure and self-deprecating thoughts and just feeling crappy about life, you have to retrain your brain to allow goodness in. Um, you are so you might be so used to pushing happiness off that even even when you arrive and you hit day 30 or even when you arrive and you cross that finish line you are so used to being a jerk to yourself that you won't even allow yourself to feel those good feelings so instead of waiting until crossing the finish line you are allowing yourself to feel happy about eating that one meal you are allowing yourself to feel proud of yourself you are practicing the thoughts and the emotions that that aspirational that that aspirational identity that person right like person who talks uh, kindly to themselves. You are allowing yourself to talk kindly to yourself on the journey. Um, do not wait until you arrive to allow yourself to feel good, feeling good. Because and like I said, this this there's an arrow going back up. This allowing yourself to feel good and feel proud is going to make sure you repeat this habit and you follow through with it, right? So it's not just this random thing, but it's like, ah, we're doing this to feel good, not gross. We're doing this so that we can be people who talk kindly and move forward in life and you feel that growth. And um, and then like, hey, when you, if you're a teacher or you're a mom, you're a parent or you, you're an aunt or uncle or whatever, you have little kids in your life, it's like, do you encourage your kids along the way? Do you talk kindly to them? Do you praise them? Or are you a jerk as they're learning to do something, right? Like, which one is going to help them keep moving forward and keep wanting to do the thing? Ah, talking kindly to them. Um, I always, I laugh when uh, Jameson's right next to me. Jameson will be 14, our her little pup. Um, but it's like, I talk kindly to Jameson as she's going up the steps. She's got a huge lump on the back of her leg. It's hard for her to get up the steps. I like, hey, you're doing it. Great job. Great. You got up those steps. <laughs> Just my energy around encouraging her. We need to do that for ourselves. We need to be our biggest fans. Punishing yourself and discouraging yourself and telling yourself that you're fat and you're lazy and you're stupid and you suck and oh my gosh, I can't believe it, you're in your 30s or 40s and 50s and 60s and still trying to work on this thing. Saying those mean things is just going to perpetuate being a mean person. It's just going to perpetuate not ever getting to feel success or joy or happiness. 
So those are my recommendations. Use the four quadrant system. You can take a screenshot. I'm going to put a link below too that you can get one and you can kind of copy it. But this is something that I have my clients do. It's part of the year of growth workbook, um, the self-care system. It is part of changing your life day by day, becoming the person that you want to be day by day day by day, not waiting until the end of the month or the beginning of the month or the end of the year to be like, oh shoot, like what happened? But like showing up for yourself every single day and being kind to yourself every single day. So if this is something you're struggling with as you're looking to this new year and you're like, wow, that sounds magical. I would really like that for myself. Definitely click the link below. We're going to hop on a call. We're going to chat about where are your stuck points? Where do you keep getting stuck? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be this first month of 2021? Who do you want to be in December of 2021? And then we're going to make a plan to get you from point A to point B so you enjoy your year. Click the link below and we'll get started. Take care. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for your year of growth.